Copycat, let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Forever. St. Simon's Hangman is on the prowl. This week on the podcast, Linda Cargill's Hang Loose. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today we are discussing Linda Cargill's um, incomparable <laughs> hang loose. <laughs> I said this before we started recording, but I think this is the maybe the worst book we've ever read. <laughs> like to I me, it, it is. I I think I can definitely get behind dumbest. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I also like. I hated how everyone talked. I hated I, yeah, everyone's like, names. Her, the authors. <laughs> Im- impression uh, <laughs> of a Georgia accent is just to drop the G's on everything. Yeah. But like they sound, I took a couple screenshots of, of how she made them talk. And yeah. it, 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 sometimes they just sounded like dr- crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, they Like they were just like, um, like, and it wasn't. So consistent. you're thinking that you're talking about, da, 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 but then sometimes it, they do Here's, say the G's. Yeah, and I feel like the accent really got dropped toward the back. Oh, yeah, end she of the got book. tired. She got tired. <laughs> she got real tired of trying yeah. to approximate a southern accent. I didn't know these people were supposed but to be southern. Is, I thought she just thought this is how kids talk. Yeah, this is like an island off the state of Georgia. Okay, so it says. Um, this is page 48 when she was still really trying to keep it up. Okay. Um, <laughs> his fl- his face flushed bright red. He clutched his fists in tight little balls. By the way, this is a reaction to... Actually, I'll just read the paragraph in front of it as well. He was acting so crazy that she decided not to ask why the portrait's face was covered up with a black cloth. She didn't know what he'd do then, but she just had to find out what was going on. If you've been playing tricks on me and everybody else at the lighthouse, just tell me, Brad, she whispered as she put a hand on his arm. We can laugh about it together. I won't tell anybody. I certainly won't tell Mrs. Shaw for the police. His face flushed bright red. He clutched his fists in tight little balls. What do you think I am? Frankenstein? Dracula? First, you won't let me touch you anymore. Then you don't trust me. Now you think I'm some goon? Well, thanks a lot. <laughs> What a you th- what a what do you you think I am? Oh, what, what a, a you, you think, think I, I am. am? And then there's also this. Well, Brad doesn't exactly discourage her. Maybe he's tired of me. Maybe he and Kira are a thing, and they're in cahoots, sort of hoping I'll take the hint and break up with Brad first. There's just like a lot of like, like the they the, don't they don't talk like teenagers in the '90s for one thing. No, they. This is like <sighs> I okay, and then. Let me okay. Let me quickly read the back of the book just so we can have yeah, some stupid some context. context. Some very much needed uh, dumb ass context. Also, okay, this entire whatever. I knew who the killer was instantly from, from the second from we see like, this person. The second she gets introduced, I was like, "Oh, it's the homely friend." Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, homely friend. Sorry, homely friend, but it's you. Okay. Maddie isn't having the best 17th birthday, that's for sure. Her boyfriend, Brad, the cutest guy on St. Simon's Island, becomes very demanding and it makes her nervous. Then someone starts playing practical jokes on Maddie, singeing the clothesline in her yard, hiding charred ropes in their basement and stealing the rope off the flagpole at the lighthouse where she works. But innocent pranks turn seriously scary when Maddie receives, oh, I'm sorry, not receives, when Maddie finds a corpse in the lighthouse and later receives a life-threatening note. But who would want to hurt Maddie? Her creepy neighbor, Big Sue. Oh my God, Big Sue. <laughs> Her flirty rival, Kira. Certainly not Brad, although he's been acting. Kira awfully. is unhinged. Kira's next level, dude. Like crazier than Laura. 
no, the like, one trying to cra- kill everybody. Crazier than Big Sue, who's like the town crazy. Uh-huh. And then crazier than Laura, who is the killer. Um, uh, certainly not Brad, although he's been acting awfully secretive and strange lately. Maddie begins looking for answers and finds herself dangerously close to getting killed. Or I'm sorry, finds herself dangerously and then there's like stickers. So I kind of tried to guess, but I'm not saying it's killer. <laughs> so maybe it's like dangerously close to the killer. To her killer. Yeah, maybe. Here's what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Everyone in this book is an idiot. Yeah. Except for Laura. Except for Laura, who like is balancing who is a lot. Like, um, a criminal mastermind. <laughs> yeah. Who like, like truly, <laughs> truly has busy. done extensive research on like oh, this is the other thing okay well first of all she's done extensive research on the history of this island mm-hmm. and she's trying to like I, honestly props to her for her like little plan because like i thought it was hilarious that she was like yes my plan is to make you look completely fucking nuts <laughs> <laughs> so that you reputation and kill you and kill you and make it look like and make it seem to you like brad was doing all yeah of it. like literally there's so many levels of of, of she, yeah sneaking. she's playing a psychological game on levels like literally everybody unknown to man <laughs> yes because she truly is so she's like i'm gonna make you seem crazy to everybody and i'm gonna kill you and mm-hmm. i'm gonna make it so that your memory is tarnished forever on top of i'm going to make you you think while you're alive that your boyfriend the guy you love is a is the one a, doing it the and, one and doing i'm gonna it. make it seem like that to the cops so that i can be his shoulder to cry on. yes I, like the and the i mean i'm she is a criminal mastermind but at the same time like she's playing with tiny minds here i mean these people are so stupid to be so easy the to manipulate them are Truly some of the dumbest cops we've ever encountered. Everybody in this book is an idiot. She like, like everyone she encounters and she's like, hey, like this shit's happening. And they're like, this sounds like a prank. And they like, just like don't talk to her, her for yeah. it. Like she I did not has a criminal record. <laughs> I was like, why on earth would the cops be arresting them? I know. Or this. Also, like this well, is the other get thing. arrested for whatever. <laughs> I know that Kira's like evil and crazy, but like Brad and Kira did fuck at one point, I bet. Like, I feel like they at least hooked up. Yeah. Yeah. Also, okay, how weird was it? Like, didn't this feel like this was no written one by a 12 year old? Person. Yes. Because it was like her watermelon sized boobs. I was like, stop calling them that. Would not shut up about her. Also, another term, queen sized boobs. <laughs> was used was okay like, what? queen-sized boobs though that just seems like such a weird but then at one point calls her a bitch yeah i know but it's like like heavy naturals or something like she's yeah. like it's, it sounds like a fetish. Here, you and your big naturals like <laughs> watermelon sized boobs your, your watermelon sized mommy milkers like it like it's like weird it's very terminology weird terminology. yeah the slang the slang used for kira's breasts are is like both infantilizing and fetishizing. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's n- it's n- never ending. It's never ending. It, it won't shut up about it. It's like it establishes page one that she's got large breasts, and then it won't fucking shut. It the fuck won't up. stop. Literally won't every stop. time we see her. Also, this is the other thing where she's like, "Ugh, she just wears those." What was it? She was like, she just wears those those slinky tops, muscle tanks. Yeah, muscle tanks. I think. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So she's like, Ugh, she just wears those muscle tanks. They're so, so tight. Like, every leaves nothing to the imagination. Yeah, and it like and it shows off her watermelon-sized boobies, and th- she only does that to distract from the fact that she's hefty on the bottom. But I'm like, and girl, like, that's called an like hourglass fully figure. stacked. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this girl is stacked. She's got like, cakes. She's got, she got nothing to hide. Yeah, I'm like, d- dude, Maddie, you are so delusional. Kira is like the hottest girl on the Eastern Seaboard, and like you are like, <laughs> oh, like she's such a slut skank talking to my man. And uh, obviously, obviously, they're 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 fucking for sure, or they have in the past. Maybe not now. 
I think that they do after yeah. the breakup. <laughs> I do. I will believe. Oh, yeah. During the for, break. For all of Brad's faults and constant pressuring Ugh. of her to have sex, which is like the, the reason that Brad can't get off scot-free as being a good guy. Yeah. Um, This, I believe this is a boy who has never had sex because he's losing his goddamn mind. <laughs> oh, I know. He's like constantly on the edge of like freaking out. Like he... He is never not pressuring her to have sex, but the way that she reacts to his, like, I found this to be really um, weird, and I've been noticing this in a lot of these books where, like, the guy is trying to pressure the girl and the girl doesn't want to have sex. Um, I do think that there's, it, this is a tricky topic to talk about, so I, I'm going to try and figure out how to say it. So basically, like, I don't like when it's always like the guy wants to have sex and he's pressuring this girl and she doesn't want to um, because I, I feel like it takes away like autonomy of women when like I know that it's a prevalent thing, especially during that time of like boys pressuring girls to have sex and inside the girl's head. This is the thing I don't like inside the girl's head. They're just like, I don't want this. I don't like this and whatever. And maybe they don't. Since you're writing the story, I just feel like there is such a lack of female characters that want sex um, that aren't either evil sluts or mm -hmm. like the killer. Um, and especially like in this book, I just felt like Maddie. It, I, I was like, Maddie, I don't think you like men. Like I'm I was like, I feel like like you do not. She she is so not attracted to Brad. Is that his name Brad? Um, yeah, like like the way she's attracted to him is so infantilized. Like it's just like, oh, he has nice hair, or like, oh, he has nice eyes, or whatever. I disagree. I have a slightly different. I think mm. this is a weird writing take. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So like my weird writing take is that she does absolutely want to have sex with Brad. The weird thing about the mom stuff so, that was weird. She's so like damaged by her dad leaving her and her mom and and immediately like getting together with a younger woman mm -hmm. she like can't trust him that's the that's the what we're told but the way she's written is like she's been abused yeah cuz she's so and that's like what i found weird because like and i think that that's like, so I was reading it as, like, someone who'd been abused and you were reading it as someone who's, like, not interested in men. Yeah. Or, like, something, like, or certainly not is, interested in Brad. It's certainly, like, an extreme reaction to somebody who supposedly does want to have sex with her boyfriend and is just, like, afraid of getting hurt. Yeah. Because that's like, the thing. There's something way more <laughs> underneath. Right. Because if, if she had been, like, because it is true, like, what they are telling us is that, which is, like, She's like, oh, I wish that I could just forget about all this shit and like want to have sex with him because uh, because I love him or whatever. Uh, but I don't want to because what if he leaves me like my dad left my mom? But then in the moments of she's responding like in trauma. flagrante. Yeah. Well, she's like and I think it, it, I think I agree that it can read as as either like either trauma of like shut down. Or, or, or like disgust. absolute disinterest and disgust. <laughs> yes. And it's like, there is no moment of like, oh, she like felt this desire and like wanted to push forward. But then like that annoying thought popped in her head again. And it's like, what if he leaves you? It was never that. It's always he's pawing at her. She's like, can you not? And he's like, oh, what the heck? Lady? She like bursts into tears supposedly at one point. Yeah. And like runs like, away. Hits him with a purse at, at, in another story about. Yeah. Oh yeah, when they're so on the I'm beach. So I'm just like, okay, this is not. You were not. I forgot about this. the. I I forgot about the hitting up with the purse thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just like it just it it doesn't add up. No, because she's so it's repulsed very, by the idea. It's extreme. It's very extreme. It's very strange. Um, she also does the classic thing of like mm, everyone says that my body is banging, but uh, I guess I just don't see it like she's eight like, times. I'm just so skinny. I'm so well, also, skinny. <laughs> Oh my God, I'm Lindsay. Such a size eight. There was so much stuff. I know. There was so much stuff in here I was cracking up about because it was like our story. When she and, and her dumpy friend go shopping um uh for the dresses. Mm -hmm. 
I was like, oh my God. Like there was like, I just feel like there was so much from our prom story in this story. Yes, for sure. Okay. Also, were you having trouble understanding like <laughs> the physics of the, of the ropes? Like, yep. At all times. <laughs> at, at all, all times. At all times. At all times. Anytime there was a rope, I was like, I, was like, I don't understand. <laughs> so I was like, there have to be like the dressing screwing. room ropes. The dressing room were, ropes. I was like, how? What? <laughs> it's she, like, it's she like somebody literally built a net of ropes. Yeah. And like outside the I, dressing room while she was in it. Yeah. And, and like you need like, someone like of hooks course, or I mean, something. <laughs> Like Laura, who also, does like, this? Who was not observing this? No, how, exactly. How was no one observing this happen? She didn't okay, literally. Like, what? <laughs> okay, literally, what happens is to set the scene. So Laura's the dumpy friend. Maddie is the hot main character. So Maddie and Maddie has like beautiful blonde hair, and Laura has very boring brown hair. And obviously, obviously, and um, and. Maddie's like, I guess I'll go shopping for a dress. And Laura's like, you've got to, because you've got a banging bod. And she's like, she's like, I guess so. I guess I don't really see that. And like, uh, and she's also poor, like in our story. Mm-hmm. And then they both go to uh, this dress shop. She tries on a bunch of dresses. Laura keeps trying to give her these like very salacious dresses. And she's like, I just couldn't. And she, what she wants to get is a fucking like suit dress. Like I was like, this is the ugliest shit I've ever heard of my life. This sounds like some real me shit in junior <laughs> high. <laughs> this is a hundred percent me trying to shop junior high through high school. It's like business like, casual dress. This business suit. Um <laughs> with a vest. I was so repulsed by this dress. Like, I was like, yo, this is so ugly. So she's like, I guess I'll just settle for this. Like, the first thing she tries on is this, like, deep V, like, pink cocktail dress. Yeah, with, like, 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 it goes, it cuts all the way down to almost her belly button. And she tries it on and everyone's like, oh, my God, that's absolutely stunning. And she's like, mm, I think I'll go with this, like, Joss A. Bank shit, like, like, fucking suit dress. And then, um... Uh, Laura's like, I'll go find you a different dress. Leaves. Okay, now this is what happens. And so, how she does not know from this that it was fucking she, Laura. And how does she not hear it? Me. <laughs> That's the know. other thing. How, I like, guess she's so distracted. It was like a real, a real boon that Kira was in the. <laughs> The dressing right. room next door to distract well, that's the her. Other thing. So Kira's in the dressing room next door and her friend is on the other side of the door. So like what how is the friend not observing Laura building a fucking Don't like know. like um tough mutter obstacle course right outside of the, the dressing room? <laughs> like how is no one seeing this? Don't know. So she does. She builds this like spider web thing. They're at the mall. They're not at some like hole in the wall. Yeah, they're at the mall. And Laura also, like Laura was acting so shady the whole time. She's like, my dad's an undertaker. So you can't look in my trunk. <laughs> She's like, don't look in the back. I have a tarp. How, don't look under the how tarp. How does she not know it's Laura this entire fucking book? This book is 235 pages long, I could not believe. It's now, too granted, long. Granted, it is a large print book. The max... But the max page have been count 50 pages. for any one of these books is like 184. That's yeah. the max page count any one of these fucking books should be. Yeah. Too long. Yeah. It was and extremely This is long. one of the most repetitive books we've read. It's well, the same thing over and over. And here's the it's other the same thing. descriptions over and over. Know, like the descriptions of Kira, the descriptions of Laura, the descriptions of Brad, the descriptions of their behavior. What they're saying is just yeah. the same thing over and over. I didn't get... Oh, like, I understand that, like, Laura did a lot of research and she was, like, learning about the, like, uh, the lighthouse and, like, the descendants of the, uh, of the scary guy in the lighthouse and that it ended up being, and, like, his thing was to, like, hang people up by ropes. And I get it. But, like, I think she did too much rope shit. Way too much rope shit. It was, like, it was. But I mean, she is trying to emulate a character known on the island as the hangman. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But I just think like, okay, hangman, right? I get it. Like nooses for sure, right? Things hanging mm-hmm, from nooses. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. But I think like she jumped the shark with the 
spider web of ropes outside because that is like it's it's losing you're losing me yeah i don't know what you're how is that on theme how is getting caught in a web of ropes <laughs> <laughs> yeah hang me yeah. yeah and also just like shove like just putting rope everywhere just rope 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 <laughs> also okay i thought this was like really weird like i i felt like all the characters were written really weirdly too so like at Maddie's birthday, um, they're like, oh, my God, open all your presents. She does. And then they're like, oh, my gosh, there's this last one. You should open it. And she opens it. And there's like a noose inside. And then there's like a little skull and crossbones. And it's like, you know, like, sorry, I'm or like hang loose. Love, Anne. And that's the other thing. I think I think uh, Laura got kind of lost in the weeds here. Yeah, like, she like for, didn't get the lore or something. I was yeah. like, it wasn't Anne though. No, but it wasn't Anne. And also on top of that, okay, I know that she's like trying to like weave a story and she's like creating a mythos here. But like she's talking about Anne as if everybody knows who the fuck Anne is. Mm-hmm. And like, <laughs> it's just really funny to me that she's like, ooh, this will really get her. And um. And, and it's her, like nobody has heard of Anne. Nobody knows who the fuck <laughs> Anne is, Laura. Like I know I mean, that I you, guess I mean I like guess, later she does, but like I guess part that's part of it is like discover like figure out who the mystery of Anne. Right. And that like further draws her into like thinking Brad has gone insane. Right. The corpse thing was crazy. I thought I feel like I feel like she went so, she she oh. she de heightened. What's that? De escalated. De escalated, yeah. Because she's putting starts a corpse with a up corpse. is w- once you've done that, <laughs> painting a, a a noose at the school is sort of like okay, that's baby <laughs> shit. I'm sorry. I in one moment I have a fucking actual dead corpse hanging in the middle and of a actually lighthouse. Anne's corpse. Yes. I'm sorry. How did you? Why did you get that? I know her dad's an undertaker, but that was like hundreds of years ago. Yeah, that <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> but she, that's and her first that, thing yeah, she the does. Corpse, that's the we get first the thing in like chapter three. Yeah, and then we still have the whole rest of the fucking book to get through. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's bad. No. That's bad heightening. Yeah. I mean, it was it was actively not heightening. It mm-hmm. was <laughs> like, it was a de- yeah, like you said, de-escalation. Yeah, diminishing returns on these pranks completely. And that's the other. Oh, so this is the thing I was getting at earlier before I got distracted by the Anne of it all. <laughs> so at her birthday, she like opens it and it's like love Anne or whatever, and it's a fucking noose, right? I'm just picturing. Let's imagine for a moment. You and I are at a party. Okay. Okay. And I open one of the presents and it's a noose and I become very disturbed. Would you then be like, man, what a funny prank. Who, who's the, no, who's the nobody, prankster here? Everybody's reaction to what is happening is insane. Because like, I feel like I, if I were to witness that, would be like, oh, damn, what the hell? Like, this is weird. Who did yeah, this? Uh, a noose has so many. I mean, thank God none of these characters are black. Oh yeah, because of the because I mean, then, the implications. Yeah, I know. It's just like that is such a loaded <laughs> image. I know. Well, luckily for us, literally everybody in this book is white. <laughs> luckily for the writer, <laughs> yeah. Literally, otherwise unforgivable. White. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, big surprise. Everybody's white in this uh, <laughs> point horror book. What a shock! But it's weird to have anybody be like, oh, a noose is such a funny prank. No. Right? In no universe. Also, okay, the the and I and I know we've talked about how this was de-escalation, but And just they keep the, saying like Halloween is close and then Halloween never happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm like, damn, what's gonna happen on Halloween? Yeah, like wow, that's gonna be a big no. Okay, never mind. <laughs> so rewind to the very first instance which is the corpse. And the fact that a literal corpse is dangling from a noose, hanging. Also, how did her head not fall off? See, this is the other thing. Like she like 
Laura is doing some serious fucking work here. She like reinforced a corpse to like hang it. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are like, oh my God, what a prank. Which to me, maybe, maybe I'm just not encountering small t- island town pranks very much. Well, I mean, it's the classic trope of this book, which is that something, <laughs> something that keeps getting called a prank is in fact full on harassment. It's and, like violence. And unhinged violence, yes. Yes, yeah. Well, the first two, this is the third thing that happens to her. First, somebody oh, like, right. singes the ends of her clothesline and the thing falls right. down on her. Then she goes to like her supply closet at home and instead of Kleenex and toilet paper and like a screwdriver or whatever, it is just full of singed rope. And I was like, that's weird. And then the third yeah. thing is corpse. <laughs> just corpse. full hanging corpse, just dangling, wearing her work uniform. Yeah. Fucking yeah. weird. Can we talk about Big Sue? Yes. We must. Big Sue is a strange character. Very. Um. So Big Sue is a girl that she's 21. She used to date the brother of Brad. Brad's older brother, yeah. Stan. He, the story goes, according to the family, that he like got tired of her being so clingy and then so he dumped her and now he's like going to school so- somewhere else and hasn't been home for two years. We discover that in the history of Brad's family, one child per generation is inflicted with the crazies. Like a literal curse. A curse. And so it was Brad's brother that had it. And he like tried to kill Big Sue and then Big Sue tried to kill herself. And then they both went to the psychiatric hospital and she left. And now she's just kind of a burnout that like hangs out everywhere and like just says vague ominous things at Maddie and smokes and has bags under her eyes and wears like ripped jeans and she's possibly homeless, I believe. She's like a drifter. Yeah, it's definitely, she she definitely like reads as homeless even though I think does have a house that she lives in. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Also, like, it ended up that there, like, weren't really any stakes at all because nobody dies. Nobody. Yeah. Like, there are incidences. Yeah. Like, Big Sue gets hit in the head by Laura with a... um Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. And she's fine? How? How? <laughs> How? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, surprise, Brad's brother. We, we found a medication that will treat his ailments. Um, and now it's it's so, fine. It's so weird that this book presents this particular family's mental illness like a literal like ghost curse. Yeah. And then in in the last two or three pages, it's like, no, actually, like mental health uh, is is a real thing that can be treated. Uh, it's, <laughs> he's getting yeah. the medication he needs, and I'm like, what? I know. I was like, wait, uh, so. And but then, like, he and Big Sue are, like, going to get back together. They're going to get back together. They get to be back together. <laughs> okay. Well, he was abusive. And- I know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> also, like. She's like, I guess I'm just a romantic. <laughs> when she said that, I was like, okay. <laughs> um, And also the fact that she, like, ends up being with Brad. And then she, like, all of a sudden somehow is, like, cured of her not wanting to have sex with Brad. Like. Yeah, well, her parents get back together. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. The fact that her parents her got mom, back together. Her mom confesses that her dad left because she cheated on him. I could not believe that. And so then he got together with somebody else. Even though, like, he sent her. So <laughs> two days after her birthday, sent her a card with a $50 check and a photo of him and his, his new girlfriend. <laughs> and she signed it, your future stepmom. That was okay, but that that move is so funny. That's such a funny thing to write to somebody. I love that on their birthday. I wanna, I, on their birthday. their birthday, happy birthday for their bitch. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> like this is a real Kira at work. Oh yeah, and then <laughs> it was funny. 
just the writing of of Maddie's reaction being like, is it possible to have both a mom and a stepmom? I was like, I was yeah, like, it happens yeah. all the time, idiot. What are you talking, what is this, what are you talking about? Yeah. Maddie is so dumb. Yep. Dumb and boring. She's so, okay. She's so dumb and so boring. I don't think I could tell you anything about her personality except for that she doesn't want to have sex with Brad. And th- she thinks she's too skinny. She thinks she's too skinny. That's right. That's right. That's right. And then the unfortunate, <laughs> the unfortunate reference Laura says is like, oh, shut up with your beautiful princess die body. And I was like, mm. uh-oh, timing. Also, okay, this was the other part that I thought was so. I was like, I think by this point we knew that Princess Diana had uh, bulimia. Yeah. Yeah. Also, okay, when they're like, <laughs> they're like, um, Oh, uh, uh, the conversation that she's having with, I, I forgot who it is, but she's like, ugh, oh, I think it's Laura. And she's like, I'm too skinny. And she's like, God, people don't like girls that are too skinny. Um, they only like, like, I forgot what it is she says, but something like, it just sounded so dated. Yeah. I and then Laura too. was like, don't you know, the skinny model look is in and you got legs for days. Like everything she's like, she's constantly like Laura, all Laura does is fucking simp for Brad and Brad and uh, Maddie. Dude, when she was like, okay, I was like, why torture yourself like this? So Matt or er, so Laura, like, cause Laura's reason well, for doing all this. She's got a plan going. I guess so. But like, so like Laura, the reason behind her entire plan is that she loves Brad and hates Maddie because Maddie has everything she wants, a.k.a. Brad. Mm-hmm. And there's just a point where like at the birthday party when um, Maddie and Brad are fighting in the attic um, because she's discovered like the secret painting that everyone's afraid of. Um, yeah. <laughs> Because they put like it's some like picture of Dorian Gray shit like <laughs> hidden, um, and then she's like 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 she Laura encounters them fighting, and she's like, "Come on, guys, kiss and make up. I want to see it." And like stands there and waits for them to kiss in front of her. I'm like, mm-hmm. "Girl, why are you doing this to yourself? Truly, why?" Like because she's got to sell herself as their biggest uh, supporter right now. She's so annoying too. She's like like this is also me in high school. Oh my god, dude! This torturing shit. myself, except for the lack of murder plan, which right, makes it right, right. so much sadder. <laughs> it's just because me cheering on my uh, <laughs> friends dating my crush. Like, oh my god, you guys are so cute together. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, like when when um uh Maddie calls Laura and she's like, "Hey, I got in like a really bad fight with Brad last night." because like he pushed to have sex again and she, and Laura's like well, what are you talking about anyone would want to jump Brad's bones he's the hottest guy in school I'd kill for my chance with him <laughs> yeah and then she's like oh by the way Brad's right here I'm like wait <laughs> uh-huh. I'm like he's she's like he's been at my house all morning asking if you're okay <laughs> and like and she's like I've been having to talk him down from being upset because you know you rejected him last night and I'm like this person is not your friend. Laura is not. And, and and Maddie, her instant thought is, oh, no, I've, like, embarrassed myself. Like, she, she's like, oh, no, like, I feel bad and ungrateful or something about Brad. And I'm just like, this is unhealthy. Everybody in this book is so unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. I have no respect for the mom and dad for getting back together. No. No respect for them. Well, the mom's behavior is. Like, like her just constantly bad mouthing the dad. Uh huh. Very. When she was the one who cheated, dude. Yeah. And then the dad didn't call her on her birthday. Nope. Sent a card two days later. Mm -hmm. So dad's also a dick. Can we talk about Kira? Please. And the shit that Kira did (laughs) in this book. Because Kira was very also wild. Yeah. Kira is uh, the romance villain. Yeah. Busy romance villain. So she, okay, Kira, first of all, is just nonstop pressing her watermelon titties on 
<laughs> on Brad, literally like pushing her tits on Brad like, all the time. Like smushing cake on him just to be able to like <laughs> clean it up. Because it was like a spill, but like you can't spill cake. Like cake. you'd have to like you can't really smush it. Yeah, no, she's smushing it in. And then she's like, oh my God, let me just like, oh, soap that up with my titties. <laughs> so she she's doing that. She's stealing a class ring from Brad's house. Mm-hmm. So that way later she can, quote, run into Maddie, but not really. Like she's pretending she doesn't see her. Well, that's what I was so confused about is, is she truly just trying to sell this lie to even her own friends? Or did she know that Maddie was in the dressing room next door? I think she maybe saw Laura and assumed that Maddie was in there. Or she's trying to tell her friends as well and just like spread the news, you know? Yeah. Like wildfire. Yeah. But what she does is she's like, oh my gosh, me and Brad have been on the sly. We go out together at night after stupid, boring Maddie is asleep, which is true. Maddie's very boring. Um, And we, we've been like hooking up and it's been really great. And he gave me this ring and he can't wait to break up with Maddie. He's just trying to do it really gently because she's such a wet blanket. And she drops the ring, roll, roll, roll. It rolls under. Maddie sees it, and she's like, "Oh fuck, that's a class ring." Um, his and then, grandfather's class ring. His grandfather's class ring. And then Kira keeps just like accidentally running into Maddie with Brad, which I was like, "Brad, you're being shady." Because mm-hmm. every time he's like, "Oh my god, I was just like on a run, and I happened to." Yeah, run I was her. just like on a run on the beach in my suit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, granted, that is still like she's she's out there in a full bikini, wet and cavorting on the beach, and he's in like a full suit. So it does imply they were doing two completely different things. But he's like, I was like, how are you like, just like (laughs) walking on the beach in your suit? No, no, no. So get this, Lindsay. This is the thing you missed. It's a quote running suit. What is that? I do not know. Like, like, an a, like a set? Yeah, set? like a tracksuit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, at least <laughs> it's less confusing. He's, yeah, he's not like... Okay, I thought he was like in a literal mm. suit. Mm-mm. All right. Yeah. Well, that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's that. <laughs> but it does make it seem a little less like they weren't... Because here's the other thing. She's not in a full bikini. She's in a bikini bottom and like a white her her muscle rib tank. tank top muscle tank. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think maybe they were up to they, something. Possibly, I mean there are certainly photos from later, but I would right. still believe that Brad did not get together until after their like supposed break. Yeah, during their break. Yeah. Um. Oh, when she's obsessing about Kira, well, on their date, I was so annoyed. Yes. She was so annoying. Like, look, would this have been me as well? Sure. Yeah, but I would have been able I like to like that. eat I don't and enjoy guys, guys and dolls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. When she, like, refused to eat the dinner and kept, like, trying to, like, hide that she wasn't eating. She and literally the- threw food away. I was so mad at her for throwing away that food. Me too. I-, I was like, either eat that or, like, give it to a homeless person. Like, I don't know why you're just, like, tossing it away in the trash can in the bathroom Mm -hmm. so not even in a place where someone could find it and why are you this much of a mess when just about the kira shit just when i'm like when like she was so obviously lying yeah yeah i was deeply annoyed by her at Mm -hmm. all times yep um also hang loose the name (laughs) (laughs) as a title yeah Because A, it's not about surf culture. B, uh-huh. it's not in Hawaii. Nope. C, it's not like, they're, it, I guess they're by the water, but that's it. And I guess there's like hang nooses. No, it's, oh, just about hang- the, it's just about the noose. It's about the ropes. It's about hanging. But like why say hangless? Just because it happens once that he writes or that she writes yeah. that and then. And they so needed stupid. a title. <laughs> so stupid. And what are, they should have called it the hangman. Yeah. Maybe there's already another hangman. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it should have been called the hangman. Yeah. It definitely should have. Um yeah, this book was bad. D- I yeah, I didn't enjoy it at all. 
I would um, not recommend reading this book. Really, really repetitive. All of the characters are um, unlikable. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brad and Maddie eventually getting back together did not make me happy because he does nothing but like try to pressure her into have having sex. Yeah, and the only thing that changes is that she decides she wants to have sex or wants to be Presumably. physical with him, I guess. Yeah. Um, Which I didn't like. I was like, ew. No, the, the end climax is pretty weak oh yeah gets wrapped up real quickly and then it turns out that all the people that laura supposedly did hurt she didn't right yep yeah and and a lot of the action happens off page it's just not and it's just the same thing over and over again of like some rope shit yeah and it's de-escalating rope shit mm-hmm. sucks so yeah i'd say skip it oh absolutely <laughs> You've got to skip it. And, well, and it's long. And it's, it's long. long. It's so long. Well, I, I will say what we read was a large print version. It didn't seem like it. But it was really. It still took me like two hours to read it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So here's. Okay. I have a. Um, this is just a, a, a part of, of, of the book that I. I just didn't get why like Maddie. Okay, this is the conversation literally that I was telling you about. So I read this part already, like a small part of it, but I'll read the whole thing. Okay. So this is um, Maddie and Laura on the phone with each other. And Laura has just called to be like, um, I had a really bad night last night because Brad like was pressuring me. Yeah, that's Kira, all right. She's a real tramp. She'd go after anything in pants. But I don't get the connection, Laura said. Well, Brad doesn't exactly discourage her. Maybe he's tired of me. Maybe he and Kira are a thing and they're in cahoots, sort of hoping I'll take the hint and break up with Brad first. Maddie Sullivan, know what I think, Laura said after a pause. You're just all upset about your dad running off with that other woman. So you think Brad's after Kira. The boys has head over heels with you, gal. Can't you get that through your head? Brad's been over at my house since eight this morning asking me why you were upset. He has, she felt stunned. Yeah, and he wants to speak to you. Maddie felt a little ashamed of herself when Brad picked up the phone. He and Laura had been friends for a long time. Laura was a pretty good judge of character. She wouldn't be friends with a pervert or a weirdo. like. She, it takes almost nothing. Okay, here's another. I just, I just have another. This is the Princess Die thing. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Um, Brad handed the phone back to Laura. See what I told you about Brad? Laura said. You don't see how good you have it. The guy's a living doll. <laughs> oh, she talks. <laughs> I know, Maddie Painful. sighed. But the pier, he really wants to take me to the pier? After how I acted last night? I can't believe it. Which is the pier is a fancy restaurant. I'd loan you something. But you and I don't exactly wear the same size, Laura said. I'm big and husky like an elephant. You're slim, willowy, and damn downright sexy. I was like, okay, Laura. (laughs) Doing so much. Doing so. You're so aggressive. I don't think I'm the least bit sexy. I'm much too skinny. So says Princess Di with a perfect model figure. Know what? You ought to indulge yourself today and go buy a new dress for tonight. That's what I'd do. But I couldn't possibly afford. Maddie's mind trailed off. Suddenly, she remembered the money in her checking account. She'd just gotten paid two days ago. If she went to the bank first, she could buy a new dress, as long as she didn't spend too much money. It was tempting. Well, she hesitated. Go for it, said Laura. It'll make you feel a whole lot better. I... <laughs> the, the writing of Laura is the most baffling, <laughs> and I completely forgot that we haven't even talked about the section of the book where Laura starts trying to fully blame it on Brad Oh, stabs yeah. herself on a bus. I forgot about this part. And then like makes it seem like Brad stabbed her in a hallway to the point where the literal stabbing is described and then taken back later. Yeah. I was like, what happened then? Yeah, I'm like, so then what happened? So then what happened? Because <laughs> Maddie supposedly watched Laura get stabbed by That's Brad. I'm trying. Let me. But see. Maddie is very easily affected. Like, remember when she almost got hypnotized into killing herself by Big Sue? I somehow went right to it. Yeah, that was also very interesting. Like, yeah, the the red herring, the red herring, um, writing is is to the point where everybody actually is a murderer. Yeah, <laughs> not Just like not problematic. Like, literally, it's like everybody is trying to kill Maddie. Yeah. So. So let me see. Um, so Brad is like, 
oh, my parents are getting divorced. That's why I'm acting weird. Also, that turns out to be a lie. Yeah. Uh, Brad had ended the phone conversation, told Maddie he would meet her the next morning. So then she's waiting by the bus. Finally, the bus pulled up. Laura was the first one off. She was probably afraid she was going to be late. So she was running through the downpour in her rain slicker. Maddie headed toward her and waved. Hi. Laura was pale and out of breath. For God's sake, Maddie, get out of the way. Run, she gasped as she shot past. Then she noticed that Laura was leaving a trail of blood behind her. Before Maddie had a chance to say a thing, Brad was off the bus chasing after Laura. Brad? Maddie reached out to stop him. He shoved her aside roughly and raced off after Laura as if he were going to murder her. He hurled his backpack aside. It was getting in his way. So then, like, she chases. All the kids are running to see what's happening. Wait, so um, what was he even doing then? Why was so he running after her? So later, the explanation is that Laura had been saying Maddie was the hangman and Brad loses his fucking mind over it because that this is the scene. So blah, blah, blah. Somehow Maddie was supposed to be a part of what was going on. At least she was supposed to understand it. Look what you've done to Brad, shouted Kira's voice from somewhere. Maddie saw a flash of red hair and a purple angry face. Green eyes were blazing at her. You've driven him berserk. Also, the number of times everybody's appearance is described is so unnecessary. It does that constantly. Green eyes were blazing, a flash of red hair, brown hair, hazel eyes. Like Everybody's looks get described over and over, and I don't understand why. So blah, blah, blah. Brad had gotten a hold of Laura. He was shaking her by the shoulders as if her neck belonged to a doll and it didn't matter if it snapped at any moment. He was shouting all sorts of obscenities at her. Normally one of the male gym teachers or the principal would have stepped between them by now, but there was something really rabid in Brad's eyes that warned them away. So full on adults are like, this man is so violent that I'm just going to let him kill her. <laughs> yeah, he's he keeps... um. He keeps doing that. Like, yeah. He keeps, he keeps shaking her, too. So then one of the teachers is racing up the hall, yelling, somebody call the police. Maddie steps up and is saying, is shouting, Brad, stop it. Nothing was between her and Laura and Brad except empty space. Brad didn't even hear her. Maddie started toward them. Laura looked toward her and shouted, stay away. Her eyes bulged out of her head in fright. Then she's back. He's going to murder me. I don't want you to get murdered, too. So then, like, how is Laura sen- selling this idea that she's, like, going to be there for Brad when she's literally staging Brad attacking her in the school and yeah. saying this right in front of him? Before Maddie could reach them, Laura screamed. It was a piercing scream that seemed to shoot through Maddie like something hard and cold. Laura's rain slicker slipped from her shoulders onto the floor. Laura fell back. There was a pocket knife thrust into her shoulder. Oh, okay. So she did that on the bus. Yeah. I, I think thought so. we had watched this happen. Her t shirt was gashed. Blood trickled onto the floor. Maddie stared at Brad, eyes wide with horror. Brad looked suddenly as if he didn't know what was going on. He stared down at his own hand, greasy with blood. Then Brad gaped at Laura as if she alone could give him an explanation. Okay. So she stabbed herself and left the pocket knife lodged in her yeah. shoulder and, and ran into the school. It made it seem like was Brad was attacking yeah. her. Yeah. And is still somehow going to sell it to Brad that she's like the only one who's there for him? I think this is where she starts to lose it. This is yeah. a terrible plan. Yeah. It's too much. She, she's she's become too ambitious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. And then Brad like gets arrested and he's like... And then, and then out all of them nowhere, get arrested at one point too. Yeah. That happened earlier with the... When... Oh, yeah. When Laura is like accidentally hung instead of Maddie... Yeah. They then call the police and they arrest all the kids for trespassing for being at the lighthouse after hours. Yeah. And then <laughs> Maddie's dad calls and just like screams at her mom. Oh, yeah. And she listens to the conversation mm-hmm. about her now having a um a police record and how that's going to affect his career. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. everybody in this book fucking sucks. Yeah. I didn't enjoy a second of it. No, me neither. Everyone was annoying. I hated how so everyone talked. Annoying. I hated every. Yeah, it was it was really bad. Yeah. Um. But so that's hang loose. Yes, yeah, that's hang loose. Don't read it. Don't. don't. We did it, so you don't have to. Yeah. Um. But thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We really, really appreciate mm-hmm. you. Uh. Oh, and announcement. We now yeah. thank you to Kelly entirely. We have. We are offering on our Patreon. If you'd like to become a subscriber for our eight dollar and up. Uh, donors 
all of our episodes will be now on our Patreon available ad free. Yeah. And they come out to. now concurrently with the episodes. Yeah. Um, so it'll be a. So that's a little treat. Mm-hmm. So uh, an extra incentive to uh, support us on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Teen Creeps. Thank you to all of our current Patreon subscribers. We really appreciate you. Special shout out to our Patreon producers. Thank you, Aaron Fernandez. Adam Howitz. Amanda Kay. Amanda Nangle. Amy T. Ann Dwyer. Brian Petty II. Caitlin L. Carrie Ham. Claire Moore. Courtney McPhail. Danielle Lamana. Danny B. Drew Ronis. Ellie Lagos. Emma. Emma M. Aaron B. Gabriela Santiago. Gianna Fernandez. Gwendolyn Ludovic. Hannah L. Jason H. Jeremy Cronk. Jeremy Goodfellow and Marco Pavlicich. Jesse T. Jessica Smith-Harper. Jessica Yu. Jonathan Venable. Saoirse Descaro. Karen Lewis. Kat Miller. Katie Lilly. Katie Olsner. Keith Anderson. Kelly Burns. Carrie N. Kodiak Siegel. Coy. Larry Desmond. Larry Nguyen. Laura Hooper. Mary N. Megan Lozier. Melody. Micah Eunice. Miguel Camacho. Miranda Hester. Molly G. Molly Marks. Noah Spargo, Rachel Bessert, Rashad B, Randy Klett, Rebecca Goss, Rogue Kalahua, Sarah Wallen, Sasha Gibson, Sylvie T, Tristan Buckner, Victoria Beck, Victoria Gray, and Victoria Valdez. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. We appreciate you very, very much. And um, we will see you next week mm-hmm. where we will, as usual, not be telling not tell you, you what we're doing. <laughs> Surprise, surprise. Ha ha. Uh, but we love you all and keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.